Okay, so today is Samach Zayin. We are on the mission at the bottom of Samach Vavam Beis. Okay, Miyakira Yushalayim. Some of the Chashuv people in Yushalayim, Hayyumalavanoisa, they would accompany the man who was taking the, the goat Azazo, Atsukari Shon, until he got to the first booth. Remember, we said yesterday that he used to go along, he would take the goat Azazo, and Atsukas Mushalayim, that there were 10 booths from Yushalayim to this cliff. Tishamris was 90 ris. Shiva Mechzel Chamil, seven and a half ris to each mill. Um, that's according to, um, uh, so it comes out that the area from Yushalayim to this place was 12 mil, okay? And uh, basically, um, okay, so, Vaita, I'll call Sukkah Vesukkah At each and every stop, at each and every booth, they would say to him, Hari Muslim, Hari Mayim, there's food and drink here if you need it. And we'll see why. They would escort him to the next booth. Except when he got to the last booth. When he got to the last booth, they wouldn't go with him all the way to the cliff. They would watch from a distance his ma'isim. Because basically, they couldn't go all the way there because it was outside the tchum. Now he, the ish'iti, who was taking the goat, had no deal, had no din of tchum at all. Because he could go as far as he needed to as part of the mitzvah sayyayim. But everyone else was subject to the tchum. So therefore, the guy at the last uh, stop couldn't walk all the way to the cliff because it was outside of his tchum. Now, what did he do? He took a strip of wool, half of it he tied to the rock, the other half to the horns, he pushed it backwards, it would tumble down, it didn't reach halfway down the mountain before it was torn limb by limb. Then the Ishiiti goes and waits by the last sukkah. He has a right to come back to the sukkah without waiting on the cliff by himself, even though technically he's no longer doing a mitzvah. But to go past it and all the way back to Shalayim, that we wouldn't let him do. Now there's a din that the guy who brings the Gotazazel, really many of the people involved in the Yom Kippur Avoida, were Metame, in other words, that their Begadim became Tame. They had to wash their clothing, right? Chabes Begadim. As soon as he leaves the wall of Yushalayim, no, he's not Tame until he actually pushes it off the cliff. So we're going to break down a lot of what we just said in the Mishnah in the Gemara. So let's see. Turn around on an S. Sukkos or Shnei Masar Milan are you? There were ten booths and a distance of twelve million from Yushlam to this cliff. Different Reb Meir. That's going to Reb Meir. Reb Yudaim. Reb Yehuda says. And and Reb Meir is the Mishnah. Okay. Reb Yudaim. Reb Yehuda says Teisha Sukkos Vasar Milan. No, there were nine booths and a distance of ten million. Was it was closer than you think? Not twelve million. If Yaisiyamer Chamei Sukkos Vasar Milan are you? There were five booths and ten million. The cool and Ayde Eruv because each of them was by an Eruv. Remember. You could go 2,000 amas or 1 mil in each direction. So you don't need, if you have 10 mil, you don't need 10 booths. Basically, one guy, let's say he's in the middle, he could go 1 mil to the east, accompany him to his booth, and then go another mil to the west with him. So that one booth covers 2 mil. You understand? Because my, my booth is in the middle of my tchum. So I could go 1 mil to the east to meet him, walk with him, and then walk with him past my booth another mil the other way. So it comes out five, 10 mil and only needs five booths. That's, that's the point of Reb Yosef. The cool night day Erev, all of them through an Erev could be reached. I'm Reb Yosef. Reb Yosef says, Sachli Allah My son Allah told me that once he went checking this out, if they accompany him by means of an Erev, he says, I can arrange it so that even two booths could span the area of the entire Tchumen. Um, because you could basically put it so that you could extend the Erev uh, uh, basically, what you could do is you could extend one guy's Erev. Remember, the guy who starts at the beginning, his Erev could really go four, 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 he could take two, two, 4,000 amas in one direction and zero amas the other direction. So he could arrange it that one guy's booth goes 
4,000 amas one way, the other guy's booth goes 4,000 amas the other way, and they sort of meet in the middle. And so that way, two booths could cover 10 mil. Who's Opinion is the following: that says except for the last one they wouldn't accompany him. Because to go all the way to the cliff was outside the tchum. They watch from distance. Who would that come on? Has to be correct there because according to everyone else, if it's ten mil, even if it's only five booths, but the the, the distance is all included in someone's eruv. So someone should be able to accompany him. So if our Mishnah says no one accompanies him, must be is talking like with Meir. At each and every booth, they would say to him, Here's food and drink if you need it. Actually, no uh, person, Azazel guy, no Ishiti ever actually ate or drank. But right? if you have the opportunity to eat, and someone gave a nice example, he says, The morning of a fast, we wake up the morning of a fast, we're starving. By the time we dive in Meir after a fast, a lot of us like, yeah, to go another half an hour, who cares? Because again, when you have the ability to eat, it's all mental, yeah, it's all mental. When you have the ability to eat, you're not, you're not the chalashim. Right, but, but, so that's why they were offering him so that he knows, if I need it, I have it, but he could go that way without, without, without chalashim. So we tie half the rock, half of the, half of the string to the rock. Now, the Gemara says, Gemara wants to know why you're tying half to the rock and half to the horns. Let's see. Why don't you just take the whole thing and tie it to the horns? Tomorrow says, came in the mitzvah, Basar, since the mitzvah is with the sire, to push it off. What's the point of tying it? Because he wanted to see if it turned white. If it turned white, it was a simon that Klai Yisrael Saveris were forgiven. So he wanted to see if it turned white. Now, if he ties the entire string to the rock, and he's busy with the string, if it turns white, he might even forget about the goat. Now, we're good, good to go. Turn around, go home. Forget about pushing the goat off. Now, you got to push the goat off. So therefore, we don't want to just say, okay, put the whole string on. What? Potentially, it could turn white. It's saying now, before the goat even got pushed off the cliff. So, So, why don't you tie the whole thing to the horns of the goat then? Okay. So, just put the whole thing on the goat. Sigmar says, Maybe it's going to uh, 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 basically fall on its head. You won't be able to see what happened with it. So, if you split it up, you have half by the goat and half on the rock. And the, since by splitting it up, I aren't you worried about the rock? So he explains down at the bottom that you're not worried about the rock. You know, even if you split it up, what if it turns white on the rock before you push it off? So there, because you're busy tying the other half to the, to the horns of the goat, you're going to push off the goat before you finish, before, before you turn back to see what happened with the stone. Originally, they would tie the wool on the doorway of the Heichal, right? Which basically everyone could see in the Azara. Hilbin, if it turned white, how you smechen him. Why Hilbin? But if it didn't turn white, how you had saved him is Spayishan. They got very anxious. They got very anxious. So, Hiskinashu Kaishan al Pesachulumi Bifnim. So then, they, at the end of the day, it's Yantif, Rashi says. And so we don't want people to feel sad on Yantif. So, so uh, or, I'm sorry, the Aruch Lener says this, not Rashi. So, Hiskinashu Kaishan al Pesachulumi Bifnim. So therefore, they said, Let's tie it on inside so nobody could see. Problem is, by dying, I may see What do you think happened? They called over Tzvi cats. They said, Tzvi, check it for us. Then, then uh, Hyman walked by. Hyman, check it for us. So they kept having a coin. Check it, check it for them, right? So Hilbert, are you smacking? Hilbert, are you It didn't solve it. It says, Ginu, you know what? Let's take it away from everybody. We'll put it only. Dish E.T. will see it. No one will, will, will feel bad. Everything goes all the way to the Azazel. Originally, they tied the strip of wool on the 
door of the Hegel on the inside, became a Shagia Salam Midbar. Once the Sawyer reached the wilderness and was pushed off, it would turn white and they knew that the mitzvah was done. The Pasuk says that even if your Averis will be like red, red like crimson, they will become white like snow, a reference to the strip of wool turning white. It didn't even reach halfway down the mountain before it was torn up. They asked the Shiloh, what happens if Ice and So what happens if the animal got ripped up? Animal got torn up. Now, are those limbs also bahana? What happens if you want to use them? Can you can you go in and make uh, make a shoes out of the hide of the animal? Now, normally kachim has a din of isar bahana, but this is not necessarily kachim. It's brought outside the base of mikdash. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel, Chadam Amutar and Chadam Arsur. Madam Amutar, the one that says that's mutar bahana dechzeh ba midbar. It says that you should take the. It says ve'vishilach as a sorry ba midbar. What does it mean ba midbar? Um, that, that it becomes ownerless just like the, the desert. And the one that says it's also, it says, it says, El Eretz Gezeira. What does it mean, Dechsev Gezeira? So just like a Gezeira, uninhabited means that the, the, the item is also Gezeira, it's also awesome. It says Midbar, which means ownerless, which means it should be Mutter. He means Hamidbar, it says Hamidbar, 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 it says multiple Lashon of Midbar. The rabbis to come to include the Mishkan, even if when it was in Noi Vegiva Mishila Yabes Alamim, even the Mishkan, even the Beis Hamikdash, he had to do this process at all of these places. Vidach, the other one, who says that it means Bamidbar means onolis. What does he do with Gizera? Hagzera Mayavidle, Mibayla Khitani needs it for the following Baisha Gzeira. It says that you take it to a land that is Xera, and Gzera Elachatucha. Gzera means something that is cut sharply, like a meaning a cliff. Davar Akhar and Elipshan, Engzer Ella Davar Miskazer Vyare. Xera means Something that is being cut up and falling, referring to the goat. Maybe you're going to say, eh, what is this worthless thing? You're putting a goat, pushing a goat off the cliff? Who ever heard of such a ridiculous thing? What does that have to do with getting a kapara? I am Hashem, I decree this is how you do the mitzvah. And don't question it. It's a chayk. You don't have to understand this is the mitzvah and do it. It's like the one who says it's mutter to get Hanah. Because we don't say that the Torah would send it to create a takala, right? What's going to happen? If this goat is going to end up falling off, now, okay, maybe the Ishiti can't use it, but that means any passerby has to know that this is the Azazel goat. Well, who says two days from now, a guy walking by, two days after Yom Kippur is going to know that this is the Azazel goat. Maybe he'll use it and it's going to be a takala. What's the Azal reference to? That the mountain should be harsh and rugged. I think it should be in a populated area. How do you know it has to be a cliff? It has to be sharp like a cliff. Another Bryce says, Azazel, means the most rugged of the mountains. And also says a similar lashon, that he took the mighty of the, of the land. It's mechaper for the acts of Uzzah and Azal with two malachim who said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, why are you letting man run wild? We could do better than them. Shem says, yeah, show me. And he sent down these two malachim and these two malachim did even worse than, 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 than the human beings in those times. And they, they, um, they, were, they, were, they were called Uzzah and Azal and they were very steeped in znus. Right? It says that the Benois, uh, the, 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 whatever, the people of the land came le, le, to, to, to see with the Benois Aretz at the very, very end of Parshish Right? It talks about this and that happened. 
So Tanur, so mice is not. So Azazel's mechaper for mice is not. Tanur Abonis, Mishpatei Tasu, it says you should do my Mishpatim. Devarim Shalmali Lenichtavu Dinhu Shikasu. So that's talking about things logically that even if the Torah hadn't said to do it, you would know to, you need to keep them. Veiluhain, what are they? Avaitis Kachamun. If you understand logically that there's a God in the world, then that means why would you serve a idol when obviously there's only one creator? The Gilead Rayos. To 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 um, to write to, to basically cheat on uh, 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 with someone else's wife to commit murder you can't society can't function without those two things the gazel stealing and again using Hashem's name inappropriately again those are things that logic would tell you you should keep and your chukim as well these are things that the satan tries to question what are examples achilas chazer eating pig right what does it matter you eat a pig, that's not okay. You eat a goat, it is okay. What's the difference? Uh, doing chalitza, that frees a yavama, how does that make sense? Purifying the sending the sire to Azazel. All these things, the, you know, the reasoning doesn't make sense to us. Maybe someone will say, yeah, it's, it's worthless. Someone just made it up to make you people crazy. Don't think about it if you don't understand why the mitzvah paradum exists. Don't think about it, just accept it as a chayk that I commanded. And then we said, when does the clothing of this ish iti become tamay? We learned the machlaikas in a brain. So we remember, we, had, we, we, we started the Mishnah by saying that there was one guy taking it, the ish iti, and he had a bunch of people from the booths accompany him. Only the ish eating himself, his clothing become tummy. The accompany people, the booth guys, we'll call them, their clothing does not become tummy. That's that's mishalech. That's hashalech and mishalech. They send the sender, the messenger. So I might think the second he leaves the azara, he becomes tummy in the city. No, the one who sends it, meaning that he has to be on his way to the azazah. But if it says the one who sends, I might think only until he reaches the cliff. Which, by the way, was the opinion of Rav Shimon in Amishnah. So, but this Tanakhama argues, the one who sends, meaning there's an earlier point where he becomes Tameh. When is that earlier point? Right? When he leaves the Ansari, he's not considered in root yet. When he gets to the cliff, he's already at the end of it. When's he considered Amishaleach? The earliest point is the second he leaves the walls of Yushalayim, the Rabbi Yehuda. However, Rabbi Yehuda, Azaz Vachibes, that it puts Azazel next to Vachibes. To rinse his clothing to teach you that Achagiel at Sok, that he's not Tommy until he actually gets to the cliff. He pushes it off and immediately he uh, becomes Tommy. So it sounds like Rabbi Yaisi holds that when you get to the cliff before you even push it off, your, your clothing is Tommy. And Rabbi Shimon holds no, a few moments later when you actually push it off, your clothing becomes Tommy. Okay, it's really stopped here, so we will right. stop here.